Oh, well, I don't know about you, but I needed that day off. I'm Charles, and this is It's All Euro 2020 to me. got another email special for you today so pull up a pew and help yourself to the buffet of podcast entertainment i'm about to dish up with the help of my two very good friends uh neil and danny how are you boys danny i'll start with you how's the head um yeah much better than it was about three or four hours ago (laughs) the worst hangover i've had for years but totally worth it (laughs) Absolutely. Neil, are you over the, well, sheer gobsmackness that we all went through after that England game? What of the gobsmackness, as you called it, of Danny being so drunk? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and of managing to win against Germany. So, and I'm going to say it now because we're a day later and I feel happy saying this, having watched the highlights several times and the full game back as well. Pretty comfortably. Yeah, it was. I watched the... I When I got into bed, actually, eventually, oh. I watched the ITV highlights just to get a different view from some different pundits, which was nice. Out of Who? interest. Was that on Pornhub that you found that? Yep, stumbled across <laughs> it by accident. But actually, <laughs> I'd tell you what I typed in. <laughs> it's coming home. Uh, certainly, one of those words. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> who was on oh, the? Who was on comms for ITV? Uh, you know what? I can't even remember. That's was it. Matterface. And... Matterface, and I can't remember who the, the Lee Dixon. Lee Dixon. That was. Oh, it. of yeah. course it was. Yeah, yeah. Did Lee Dixon was... get any partly excited? Or he did. Yeah, he did. Tickle his pickle a little bit, did it? Oh, his pickle was <laughs> tickle well tickled. Yeah, good. 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 <laughs> So I, I, I am feeling like that this was so such a momentous occasion. Um, so I, I, the morning after the game, I was invited to go and speak on local BBC radio. Oh, yes, look at me, um, to talk about uh, the game and how I felt about it. And just before I went on air, they played out uh, this little montage of commentary from the game so it was you know it was the commentary of the the two goals and then the final whistle happening and I just felt this solitary tear running down my face I was just like shit this actually happened this wasn't a dream sheer joy it just just encapsulated me straight away I was just beaming and as soon as the presenter on the radio said um how's your head I just sort of went it's really good, thanks. <laughs> what, like from Kevin and Perry? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Parson. Parson. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I, you know, it's weird, isn't it? Because obviously you take a bit more stock of it, don't you, after a day? And especially because there were no games on Wednesday as well. It was one of those where it was just like, well, what do I do with myself? Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll watch England versus Germany again. <laughs> 
and you watch it with that, you know, without fear. Because obviously when you're watching the match, well, I'm like this, you're watching it with the, um, the, the trepidation, I suppose, of anything could happen. And we don't know what's going to happen. You're watching it as it all unfolds. But watching it back, you know the end result. You know, you know, you remember a few of the things that actually happen in the game. So obviously you remember the goals and you remember the the couple of chances that Germany had, etc. But you're able to kind of, well, I was able to take it in a bit more and just really relish the fact that, look at how well we're playing. This isn't just any old, you know, lucky victory that could have happened to anybody. You know, when they say that any team could beat anybody. This was a comprehensive, comfortable, well-thought-out, well-planned tactical masterclass from Gareth Southgate. It was surreal watching it again, knowing that you'd won it and knowing that things were going the way that clearly they were intended to be. Yeah. It was it was complete, like you said, a complete masterclass of like we were all sat there moaning about it for the first half, especially <laughs> I think. Yeah. And it it just it was one of those things where it was just it was just patience, wasn't it? Working the space and working the, the time to uh, to go and attack it. I mean, it was just basically two moments, well, three moments because of Muller's miss. Mm. You, know, you talk about watching the game back, knowing that he's going to miss makes that that miss that bit more special every time. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of Gaza's left toe at Euro 96, isn't it? That, that it, it, was, it was, though, isn't it? Because you're, you're looking at it and of, you still think it'll go in. <laughs> yeah, and that kind of moment that is just what could have happened if that goes in. And you've got to get that bit of luck sometimes to, to win tournaments and... Like I feel so confident in what they're doing, whereas before in England tournaments you just think, well, we've got individuals who can pull off like a Beckham free kick, or or Michael Owen will beat a couple of people and score, or Shearer will do something, whatever. This feels so much more like a collective. Um, and like I've been watching the highlights back all day. I've been watching the. I imagine that's because you can't remember what happened. Though. It's exactly that. Yeah, <laughs> you've needed All to I remind remember, yourself. <laughs> it is. I just, I just remember two crosses into the box and then bedlam. Um, <laughs> last night. Um, so I've been, yeah, I've just been, I've been trying to rest my voice a bit for tonight because I've, I've been sounding like Madge Bishop for most of the day. How? Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, um, my favourite yeah. thing to, today has been watching the the German fan zones. <laughs> Oh yes, been having a great time watching them on a loop. Shall I love the one? I love the one where it says the the tweet actually says, "Just watch this on repeat, and each time pick a different person." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you see something new every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Every time, it, it's great. One other thing that um, I've, I've noticed all day, and, and of course, I noticed this during the game as well, Danny. I doubt that you'll actually remember it. But there was that moment where the cameraman zoomed in on a, a German dad and his daughter who was crying her eyes out. Now, I remember that to, when it happened, I didn't, I didn't laugh, but I, I had a wry smile because I thought to myself, that was me in 96. Yeah. That I think was, that's okay. In, I think it's okay yeah. to have a wry smile. I think it's not yeah. okay to abuse. Well, this, yeah, yeah, this is it, isn't it? There's been all this abuse and stuff. I was going to ask, is it okay to laugh about that? I think so, yeah. I mean, because, you know, look, it's no just because 
you know, it's, it's I mean, for all we know, she might have been upset because she didn't want to be there. It might have been too noisy for her. Who knows? But I think, you mm. know, there's, there's, there's always, whenever a team gets relegated or whatever, there's always, the camera always pans to their their fans and there's always a child and picked out that's crying or something, isn't there? And you do have a little chuckle, you know, especially in this situation. But I think, you know, there's a there's a level, isn't there? Just have a little, little smile to yourself and go, hey, it's not us for once. Don't some of the responses and some of the comments about it on Twitter is just it's so far past the line. You can't even see the line. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just right. that, that sort of what I call brain dead thinking. Well, it's not even thinking, is it? It's just, uh, some of it's just ridiculous, but I think a wry smile and a little, a little chortle is okay. Yeah. Well, I, I literally, I looked at it and went, and so I thought to myself, that was me at Euro 96, albeit sat on my sofa at home. But, Fast forward two years to 1998. That was me in Wembley at the end of the what was then the Division Two playoff yep. final. Yeah, yeah. When Northampton had just lost to Grimsby, and I, I know I was crying my eyes out. Yeah, me too. And I just thought to myself, it wasn't. The, it's not the thing. I, I never went and said, "Oh, now you know." Or, I, you know, you did. You know, your turn to cry. Rah, rah, rah. I just kind of went. No, yeah, that that I remember that feeling. I think I think I think uh, it's because it's a child, right? And mm-hmm. if it was it had been an adult, say if it had been, you know, the daughter not crying and the father crying, I think perhaps people would have found it a little bit more acceptable to have a chuckle about it. But you know, it's just part of sport, I guess, isn't it? People get upset when teams lose and and that sort of thing, and upset and, and kind of emotional when teams win, as we we found out recently, right? So mm. I think it's okay to have a little bit of a smile about it, but I don't think you need to send abuse about. You know, ridiculous stuff on Twitter and yeah. quote quote in the picture with you know, ridiculous comments and that sort of thing. That's just way over the mark. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I've promised you emails. Yes! <laughs> um, so uh, let, let's get straight into it. Um, Danny, who's the first one from? First one's from Colin Bridger on the Twits. Bridger, so Colin. Not, yeah, so it's not just an email special, it's a Twits special as well. And uh, whatever else, letters. Let's have a look, see if we've got any letters later on, maybe. Hmm? No, we don't. Um, oh. <laughs> Colin says, hello, chaps. I was hello. Pu- hello. I was hello. pondering. Yeah. <laughs> I was pu- <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Anyone else? No? <laughs> Fat Man Wes? Fat-, <laughs> Fat Man Wes want to get on the act? No. <laughs> Um, he says, I was pondering on the official rank. I'm just waiting for someone else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, he's hung over. Let him go. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I was pondering on the official rankings and those based on winner stays on. I was wondering mm-hmm. who would be your top six ranked teams based on badges slash nicknames. We've got to be up there with the three lions, haven't we? Disqualify the Welsh for having a mythical creature, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> so That's top fair. six is going to be quite a long list i think we just pick out our favorites maybe but yeah i mean das uh, team obviously comes oh, into it definitely um i quite like the danish one for denmark i think that's What's traditional that? in a sense um what but is also i don't know it's it's quite clean i think um is this does it have to be a euro based team or it didn't specify, but no, if you've got a good one, I'd say go for it. I've got a few good ones. Bring it to the party. I've got a few good ones, Danny, because I've just found a list of national team nicknames. <laughs> so I, I'm quite like uh, the Wadaddy Boys, which is Antigua and Barbuda. 
Yeah. Oh, that reminds me actually. Um, Jamaica's Reggae Boys. That's got to be one. Of them. That's good. There. Yeah, that's good. Is it Reggae Boys? Is, yeah. According to this, uh, Austria is actually called Wonder Team. Yeah, I think that's a different version of Das Team. Yeah. I quite like Orange for the Netherlands as well. Just the a soc- simple. I quite like the Socceroos for. It's, yeah, Socceroos. For Australia. That's for Australia. clever, smart. Yeah, <laughs> isn't the um, the women's team called the Matildas as well? That's got cool. Yes. Like yeah. What are the what's the South Af- South African um, football? Oh, Bafana Bafana. Bafana yeah. Bafana. Yeah, they've got to be up there, haven't they? Yeah. That's Shakira um, Shakira. What about yeah. the British Virgin Islands? Their nickname is the Nature Boys. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Rick I like Flair. That. Quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, I the... wish you hadn't mentioned the British Virgin Islands on this podcast. <laughs> for a different reason. That's for a different <laughs> podcast. David. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Um, yeah, there's, there's loads yeah. of good ones. Oh, Zimbabwe, the Warriors. Oh, it's enjoyable. The Warriors. Do do many of the European teams have? I mean, we know Austria is das team, but do do many of the European sides have nicknames? Yeah, give me a European side, I'll find it for you. Who do you want? Okay, Ukraine. They're up next for England. What's their nickname? Uh... I mean. Going out should be their nickname. Uh, it is, Z- I can't pronounce it, but yes, yeah, Zabruna. Zabruna, which Zabruna. just means national team. Oh. Kevin Zabruna. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's a bit like in the playground. You know when you, you people go, what's your nickname then? And you go, oh, I don't know. And I, like for me, I, mine was just Chaz. Interesting. Mine was Mom. Yeah. Did you have a friend called Dave? No, I didn't. Oh, I'm you should have. You I really wish should I did. have. Done. Everyone's got a friend called Dave. Come on. Well, I, I had a David. Sorry. Can so I just throw the same? Can I throw Thailand into the mix? You can. I mean, <laughs> dangerous territory, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that Adam Smith? Um, <laughs> uh, so their their's nickname is the War Elephants. <laughs> Amazing. Which is pretty not, good. Not the first. I think that the, number one done. Not the first animal that comes to mind when you go to war, but no, no, yeah. <gasps> Dear. There's some brilliant That's ones. Brilliant. That's good. That the Seychelles, um, the pirates. Oh, love it. Love that. Brilliant question there from yeah, Colin. Great question. Thanks very much. Yeah, great, great question. One, I've basically I've gone down a rabbit hole, so I'll be back in a, in a few minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say we won't hear from Neil for a little <laughs> while. Uh, I've got one here from Daniel Darwood, long-time listener. Uh, hey, up lads. I've just binged five days worth of It's All Euro 2020 to Me podcast after getting back from camping in North Wales. Mm. Was that a good use of my last day of leave? I'd, I'd say so. <laughs> Absolutely. Just wanted to say thank you for the pods. I've really enjoyed them and they have definitely brought something different to the Euros and made the tournament more enjoyable for me personally and probably others. With regards to sticker swapping at school, never did a scramble. We had a dinner lady, though, called Mrs. Baines. Obviously, we called her Mrs. Baked Beans, who used to bring a pile of stickers in. <laughs> Not sure if they were hers or her son's to swap. Got some of my sticker needs from her in 1986. Cheers, keep up the good work. Dan, not a Burnley fan. P.S. Battenberg pattern oddball socks. <laughs> Incredible <laughs> socks. Love the socks are still coming in. That, that might be strongest sock game yet. If um, Mrs. Baines is listening, she should write in. Just let us know if it was your stickers or your son's. Or and what was your favourite sticker, Mrs. Ba- Mrs. Bates? Yeah. That's brilliant. I love the way that children come up with names like that. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? You, we we used to have a teacher called Mister Mister. Like, like his surname was M I S T E R. That's incredible. Nice. And we had that a nice. We had a, a, a 
and you'll understand why this was brilliant. We had a, a German teacher called Mr. Kant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> possibly uh, we had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> Used to love whenever, whenever he asked you a question or, or said, right, today, kids, we're going to do this, you're going to just go, oh, I bet you can't do that, sir. No, oh, numerous was times. I mean, I couldn't do it anyway, fun. but um, yeah, yeah. it was that kind of fun. And obviously, occasionally, the letters were maybe changed slightly in the name to, to, to make it something different. That's brilliant. My my daughter has uh, not a teacher. I think it might be one of the lunchtime helpers. Don't think they're called dinner ladies anymore. Um, who, when we first started, she used to say, "Oh yeah, that's that's Mrs. Olden," or Olden. "Oh no, she Mrs. Oldie." It was that that she used to, "Oh yeah, that Mrs. Oldie at lunchtime," and I was like, oh, "Okay, Mrs. Oldie, are you sure?" And she's like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah." Turns out her name is actually Mrs. Olden. So O A L D E N, but all the kids just call her old or oldie old. for short. You know, this is like five, six-year-olds doing this. It's brilliant. Did, at your schools, did you did you all have like a, a crazy caretaker? Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah, um, yeah. Our lower school caretaker in particular um, shouldn't really lower be spoken school. about. Hello, Let's good just... afternoon. Well, we had three schools back then, Charles. Yeah, that's how it was back then, Charles. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had three um, schools. It was called infants. Juniors and seniors. What? Lower, lower school. Anyway, the um, <laughs> the lower school caretaker um, mm. got in, got found out for some dodgy business, so probably shouldn't mention him too much. Oh no, yeah, keep him um, Don't don't let don't introduce him to Mrs. Mrs. Baines. She sounds lovely. <laughs> oh, we don't want that nonsense going on. Do you want an, do you want another email, Charles? Go on. I'd love one. Yes, please, Neil. This is from Andreas Christiansen. Me. Oh, yes. Get it. So this is interesting. Hi, gents. I uh, was going to give you a song yesterday to sum up the final round of the group games, but mangled my fingers in the brand new lawnmower. Mm. <sighs> so we're set back a bit. See what happens on a football-free day. I blame you, Wafer. Well, I hope your fingers are okay, Andreas. Certainly don't think you'll be bringing back fingering. Um, <laughs> uh, but he has sent us a song. Oh, yes. So, uh, ding dong merrily on high, England's going forward. Ding dong merrily the sky, Scotland's going homeward. Go into the next round now. Go into the next round. Lovely use of ding dong. There we go. It was good. I like the way that he, he said, here's the chance to show your singing chops, and Neil has just butchered it. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't actually realise. I thought, oh, I'll get away with just reading this out. And then I, as I got further through it, I was like, oh, no, shit, I should have <laughs> sung it. Into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not going to work. <laughs> um, he also continues, I also have a serious question for Statman Wes, um, sorry, or, or us, but a challenge to Statman Wes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Kasper Schmeichel wins the Euros with Denmark... Will that be the first time a father and son playing in the same position have won the Euros? Cheers, one-handed Andreas. (laughs) (laughs) That's how he signed it off. Surely that should just be called Reyes, shouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, Fat Man Wes, there you go, your first challenge. Oh, dear. Let us know, please. (laughs) Sorry, that's really tickled me. Uh, well done, Danny. Um, uh, Will yeah. Higson is Higgy. up next. He says, uh, hi, chaps, very much enjoying the pod. I just thought I'd ask if you were aware of your theme music being from Harry Potter. 
Um, if so, why on earth have you chosen that? Something to do with Quidditch penalty shootout scene where Hermione reassumes the role of Yuri Geller circa, ni- uh, circa 1996. Keep up the good work, Will. Um, Will has included a, a YouTube clip. Um, it does sound very, very similar, doesn't it? But uh, I can confirm that as far as I'm aware, um, it is not music from Harry Potter, even though it does sound very similar. It is not the same. Who would Our be the music? Sorry, I was going to say, who would be the most likely to to play Harry Potter from the England team? Uh, it would have to be a wizard. Oh. Who's I, I th- Foden? Maybe Grealish. Grealish is Harry Potter. Could you imagine? <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, uh, I will just beautiful. give a shout out to Cody Martin, who uh, is the, um, I nearly called him the author then, that's not the uh, right word. He's the, uh, uh, the the composer of our title music, which is called Building a Fort, by the way. There you go. Ooh, beautiful. Um, so a quick shout out to, uh, to Cody. Um, yeah, it would be Jack Grealish. I've decided. There you go. Jack Greer. Who'd be who'd be uh, Ron Weasley? I think uh, Jordan Henderson. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Jordan. No, I'm just thinking it 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 suits that. Poor Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think it's fair. Ron Weasley's a good guy. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. That's fine. Um Who would be I was gonna say, who would be Hermione Granger? Oh good question. Good question. A little bit. So Hermione was a little bit by the book, wasn't she? And bit nerdy. Bit nerdy. Yeah, yeah a bit nerdy. So maybe and Gareth Southgate, surely. No, you I, can't. I, I, I would go Gareth Southgate. That's a good shout. That don't right. he'd be Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I think Declan I, Rice. Declan Rice is a good shout. I was thinking maybe Connor Cody. Oh, by the way, Declan Rice. Did you see? Poor guy. Did you see the, um, the the shot of when Harry Kane scores? So the camera that is at the other end of the pitch and you've got Declan Rice in the foot. Declan Rice starts to run to go and celebrate with the rest of the team and immediately gets cramp and falls down <laughs> to the floor so he can't celebrate. Absolutely got And he, you could see he was trying and he was like, I'm going to get there. And then he, obviously the pain just took over and he just went, no, nope, I'm going to lie down now. <laughs> Crippled. Yeah, we scored. Help. Did you see the camera shot of Raheem Sterling when Muller missed? There was an angle. Of, oh, yeah, of, um, brilliant, wasn't it? From his perspective. He just, he's just like, oh, my giddy aunt. Yeah, he went down he, on his haunches, didn't he? He did, yeah. Picked him up. Yeah. It was, it was the point where, so he gives the ball away, doesn't he? And then, I, can't, I don't know who it was that plays Muller in, but it's that pass and he's, Raheem sees that he's through on goal and his hands go up to his head, almost covering his eyes. And it's, it's like he's praying because he, because he knows. And I mean, I, I guarantee you that he was probably thinking himself, the Daily Mail are going to fucking kill me now, aren't they? They probably will find a way anyway, no matter what. Well, that's true. Yeah. Bloody hypocritic papers. Anyway, um, shall we? Yeah, let's let's have a quick break. Go and find out um, a new fact for the day, shall we? And we'll come back in a moment for more email fun. Fact man wears. <laughs> 
Day 21's fact, I'll have to apologise for my voice because this is the day after Wembley and I'm a little bit tender, I'll be honest with you. Um, today's fact is that at the moment, Michael Ballack is the only player to have lost the Champions League final and then the final of the Euros uh, in the same season. Uh, he lost with Chelsea in the final against Manchester United and then he lost representing Germany against Spain in 2008. Uh, I say so far because it can be done this year by quite a lot of Man City players. Uh, so obviously the four England guys, Foden, Sterling, uh, Stones and Walker, they're all going to win it. So so they, they don't count. Uh, Zinchenko can't get there because obviously England are going to beat the Ukraine. Uh, so really it's only Kevin De Bruyne that can do it. Um, Laporte, Garcia and Rodri of Spain, uh, they all were on the bench, but Balak played both finals, um, Laporte, Garcia and Rodri didn't play. So I'm not counting them. Um, so yeah, Kevin De Bruyne can be the second player in history to uh, to lose both finals. Uh, maybe a guy injured as well because he's made of glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Love it. You can tell he's a great fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it does he, sound like he had a great time, he, didn't he? He was he was relatively on on our other WhatsApp group. Fat Man, Fat Man Wes was relatively active on it, sort of during the game. And then after England scored, we didn't hear from him. It was about <laughs> it was about two and a half, three hours maybe, and we were all starting to get worried that something had happened. And then finally, he popped up. It was like a massive celebration. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, well, look, we've got loads of emails still to get through. Yes. Thank you very much for sending them in. Of course, the email address that you will need to pop into the sender uh, bar is uh, euro2020 to me at gmail.com. Enjoyed uh, the instructions there. Thanks. You're very well. Well, I, I learned, don't you remember, that I learned a while back, be very clear and concise with what to do. And in fact, just to prove it, do you remember the other day when I was asking people to do Apple podcast reviews? Oh, yeah. Do you remember how I said, this is exactly what I want you to do, everybody. Go out there and, and pop in these words exactly. Mm. Um, well, Steve Chaffee, or Chaffee, mm. has followed instructions to the letter. Mm. He left us a lovely five-star review on Apple Podcast, titled, Best Euros 2020 Podcast by Far. Ooh. He says... I love Charles, Danny, and Neil. They are fab. Press send. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I wanted to get into a podcast for the Euros. I struggled with them all until I came across this one. Great chemistry between the guys. Extremely listenable and a decent length of time too. The guys bounce off each other really well. Wait for it. It reminds me of Ricky Gervais's chemistry with Carl and Steve on their various <laughs> radio and podcast work. You just can't help but love these guys. If you're still reading this review, then stop and get on this podcast because you're missing out. That leads us to the obvious question, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Ricky? Who's Steve? Who's Carl? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm not saying anything. No, let's leave it. Let's leave it to let's the listeners it. to decide. Yeah. yeah, let us know. Let us know. Um, what a lovely yeah, review! Absolutely brilliant. There's 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 a few others that have come in as well recently. I won't read all of them out today, but uh, keep them coming because absolutely, I love seeing them and uh, it helps other people find the podcast and choose then to listen to us. 
So if you say nice things about us, it's a bit like a TripAdvisor review. If you if you didn't like it, then you'd write something bad. Don't do that. Write the good stuff because you like it, then other people will choose to press play. That would be brilliant. Uh, Danny, emails. Who's next? next? Matt Nichol is next. Ooh, oh, Nichol. Nike. And the, the, in in my hungover state, this is a really confusing email to. I try and understand. So I'll, <laughs> I've just I'll, read it. I'll, I'll deliver it the best as I can. I'm not even I'm hungover. Probably the worst person to try and understand this. Um, but Matt says, "Dear, it's all Euro 2020 to me." Here's was an- that the bit that you didn't understand, Danny? No, the, no, the not, opening line. No, no, no. Okay. Um, here's a nerdy and probably poorly worded and researched pub quiz question for you. Out okay. of the 24 countries taking part in this tournament, how many of the countries' respective FIFA codes? don't match up with their name as per in the Latin alphabet. Answers enclosed in a future email. Here's to even more ding-dongs. Sweden fan Matt Nick Nichol. So. Ah, hang on. Is this like Austria? A-U-T doesn't match. With the Latin of whatever their Latin is, yeah. Ah, okay. Right. Okay. Um, Oh, so their Latin full name. Is that what you mean? I think so. Yeah. So Austria is well, ostrich. I like to call it Osterreich, isn't it? I yeah. think yeah. Nigel so, Pearson's favourite. Croatia is <laughs> it, Croatia is. It begins with a H, doesn't it? Hrvatska, Hrvatska, or something. Yeah, okay. obviously Deutschland. Yeah, Deutschland, uh, Finland as well. Your your favourite Finns. Theirs is like Swomi or something, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want uh, the um, Do you want the answers? Well, yes. Yeah, go on. Yes. Make it easy. Answers. Yeah. So Matt uh, then sent another follow-up email saying, Dear, it's all Euro 2020 to me. Hope you enjoyed the question. We did. We did. We did. Um, I especially enjoyed it because it confused Danny, by the way. So well done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's the answers. If you go by the country's anglicised names, only four don't match up. Switzerland, Netherlands, North Macedonia, and Spain. And North Macedonia, we don't want to type that. No. Three letters in ever again, do we? However, if you go by their actual names, spelled in their main language but using the Latin alphabet, there are eight that don't match up. Match up: Denmark, which is D E N. Obviously, Denmark. Suomi, Finland. You got that one, Neil? Yep. Yep. Russia, which is Russia, but they use I U S. Ostrich, which is Austria. Hrvatska, we said about Croatia. That's C R O. Sverige, which is Sweden. Oh. SWE. Good luck Mag- with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Magyar Ursag, yep. Hungary. Okay. Yeah. Oh, perfect. That was. Yep. <laughs> uh, Deutschland, <laughs> Deutschland, Germany. Thanks for the fantastic pods. Yes, he does. And it is slash isn't coming home. Delete as appropriate. <laughs> big big fan of Matt still getting in the does Pele shag around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need Get more. That. Get that into your five star reviews. More Pele, well. please, everybody. More, more Pele. More Pele. Oh, dear. Um, who's this? Roz Spokes. Roz. Lovely Roz. Um, she says, My son went to uni with Pete Donnie Donaldson of Football Ramble fame <laughs> and played in a band with him. Oh, hello. Ooh. I would say that he would definitely say, Ding dong. I won't inflict my singing on you. Not sure you can use verse two. Might be considered a bit un PC. Oh, she said okay. there's a song. There's a song here. There's a song here. I think it's gone down the page. I've got it. I've got it. That's absolutely it's, um, fine. I will, yeah, read it before. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm just read out verse one. <laughs> yeah, I'll read, out, I'll read out verse one, which says, Ding dong bell, the pod is going well. England are still in, but can they really win? Scotland have gone out. What, are we- what were Wales about? 
Ding dong bell. Ding England dong are bell. doing well. <laughs> are they going to win? Does Charles need a gin? Ding or yes. will they be knocked out? And let's leave it there. Yeah, yeah, let's leave it there. <laughs> you <laughs> could save. Yeah. Ding dong bell. Only time will tell. I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Very good. I, so, so Roz's son went to uni with Pete Donny Donaldson of the Football Ramble fame. Do you know what? If the Ramble are listening, finally, this is your this is your actual reason to get in contact with us and to say hello. Do it. Do it now. Because I enjoy the ramble. Or tomorrow. Just say hello to me. It doesn't have to be now. It could be tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow when when you hear it. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Go on. Come say hello. I've got a email from Russell Irving. Do you want that one? I do. I'd love it. It evening all. Uh, this was evening. a few days. This was a, a few days ago. You'll realise uh, when this was sent. Actually, so evening all. What a night for every football fan with a dong fest. <laughs> Uh, summed up by the Swiss fan who went from bucket hat wearing buffoon to tribal warrior. Oh, yes. Football does funny things to us all. Also, any thoughts on Granite Xhaka's chicken and mushroom pot noodle haircut? <laughs> all the best, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that photo of that fan. Oh, it, so good. It, it's a brilliant photo because he looks quite um, meek and mild, doesn't he? in the first one and then all of a sudden he's got his top off it's like he's turned into a werewolf it's just in scapulates in scapulates whatever the word is in scapulates uh, yeah I don't know what the word <laughs> is extrapolates you were right the first, were right the first just... time scapulates well done <laughs> hold on we'll reverse it just shows what football's all about doesn't it, <laughs> <laughs> it does. why use a big word when you've got a small one yes oh. exactly exactly uh, on the on the, the chicken and you mushroom you your idea there <laughs> <laughs> Where, I love the way Neil didn't get it at first. No, I did brilliant. get it. I just <laughs> washed over it because it was aimed at me. So, um, Chicken and mushroom pot noodle haircut. I mean, he's played well with it. So He has. Mm, he has actually played well with it. Surprising for Granite Jacker, isn't it? Um, surprising that all these Arsenal players actually are seemingly able to actually play football for their international sides. Mm, there you go. I mean, makes me wonder what other foods could be compared to haircuts. Oh, not many. What, would, I don't think. <laughs> what about um, Harry Maguire? What is just a slab of meat? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely spot on. I like that one. Oh dear! I was going to say I was going to ask you about Sean McWilliams's latest haircut at Northampton Town player, but I won't because this is a Euros pod. Correct. Um, but there we go. Um, Colin Bridger has been back in touch. Bridgie. Football podcasting legends. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Once again, thanks for my previous forgiveness. I'm now skipping to my work from home desk with a lightness of spirit not felt for a long time. Oh, glad we could help. Quick question based on Ukraine's last minute goal. I feel the most important point of that hasn't yet been discussed, i.e. how many male footballers are wearing bras these days? Is this a trend coming across from the burgeoning fan base of the women's game? When should we expect to see the kids emulating this? Attached a pic of Artem Dovbrik in what I would say is a 44 AAA. Oh. Well, I, think I think what Colin the, is talking about is the heart rate monitor, isn't it? The heart rate GPS is, yeah. thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, um, if they want to wear bras, then so be it. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be honest. When I go out running, I, I mean, I don't put a bra on, but I put a skin on for pretty much the same reason but not just for the chest, but also for the old belly jiggle. Yeah, you've got to do what you've got to do. everything right? in place when you're out moving around. 
let's mm. say. Yeah, there you go. Um, do, you want, um, do you want Malcolm Butler, Charles? I'd, I'd love Malcolm Ooh. Butler. Yes, where is he? Is he? Uh, does, does Malcolm know he's being offered? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm says, "Good afternoon, Charles, Neil, and Danny. Uh, you wanted Dan- you wanted Danny to be suffering with a bulging sack as well as a hangover. Only happy, to, only too happy hey. to help. Yep. Thoroughly <laughs> 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 enjoyed the post Germany match pod. Was listening to it whilst w- out walking this morning, and the contribution from a clearly tired and emotional Danny <laughs> had me chuckling away for miles. <laughs> I'm glad because I listened back to him and I thought it was an absolute shambles from my point of view. <laughs> I would wish I hadn't listened back. Um, anyway, uh, he says, I'd love to follow suit and recreate exactly what I was doing and wearing yesterday when we next play in Rome, but I've got some bad news for you. If you think I'm going to go to work, having secured both Saturday and Sunday off, you're sadly mistaken. Sorry. Now, a few observations from when I filled in my wall chart last night. Not ashamed to say I got a little teary and emotional when I put pen to chart. Yeah, you're not the only one, I don't think. Well, that would have happened too. Um, Malcolm says, of the remaining eight teams left in the competition, there are three group winners and three teams who finished their third in their group. Only two group runners-up are left standing. And finally, Group F, the group of death, has lived up to its name with all four teams now safely back at home watching the remainder of the tournament on the telly. That's a very good point. Mm. That was supposed to be the group where the winners came from, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, keep up the fantastic work, guys. And remember, Danny, please drink responsibly. I will be <laughs> doing for the next three years, I assume. Um, all the best, Malcolm. P.S. If I was so inclined, <laughs> I could now cash out my £1 bet on Italy to win Euro 2020 for £1.62. What do we do? Do it. Do it now. Profit. Obviously, yeah. England are going to win it. Profit. And yeah, profit comes first above Absolutely. all else. Absolute <laughs> profit. <laughs> Absolutely do it. No shame. Absolutely. Um, Do you want two one? more left? Just two more left. Go on, then. I'll I'll give you this one. And this comes from a, a far land away. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah, oh. yeah. This, this, this is, is exciting. Hey, gang. Greetings from Adelaide, Australia. Yes. Wow. Brilliant. Wowzers. Um, and, and in brackets, I think I'm the first from our fair country. I think I think they are. I think that's correct. Yeah. Um, loving the pod. I've been excited every morning when I turn on my phone in anticipation of of more ding-dong, ding-dongs and excellent analysis of fans and referees. Just a few questions to help your sack fill up. Who has been your favourite? Who has been your favourite? What's the matter? You tickled me with your... Who has been... It's descended into chaos already. To be honest, I was struggling on this one anyway because I've been excited every morning. I'm excited every morning as well. It's one of (laughs) one of Mail's problems we have. Uh, (laughs) It's because your sack fills up. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's been. I was struggling with this one when I read it. I was like, oh no. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Who has been your favourite non-English player of the tournament? What's your best moment of the tournament outside England? Which player can you see coming out of the Euros and getting a transfer to the Premier League? Mm. Thanks all. Keep up the awesome work, Kelly. Can I answer that last question first? Yeah, absolutely. There's no rules here, Charles. Um, Which player can you see coming out of the Euros and getting a transfer to the Premier League? Uh, Jadon Sancho. (laughs) I knew you would say that. (laughs) Wow, what a shout that is. You lost your Dharmas over here. Oh dear, that's me. Uh, um, I'd also go with Jaden Sancho. <laughs> um, I think put, put some money on it. 
Serious answer on that one, though. I wouldn't be surprised to see someone try and take a punt on Forsberg from Sweden. Oh, yeah, he had a good there. game, didn't he, against uh, Ukraine? And I don't know who he plays for at the moment. Do you know who he plays for at the moment? Uh, I um, do is not. it one of the Red Bull ones, maybe? Uh, a Leipzig? It is. Uh, yes, yeah. it is, yeah. yeah Leipzig, not, so. Sorry, you're not supposed to say Red Bull, are you? It's, it's no, it's frowned upon. Like, yeah. 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 upon. Um, I'm going with um, Spinozola from Italy, the left-back. I like he, he looks like he'd fit into a Premier League team. What about Locatelli? I think he might struggle a little bit in, in the Premier League, actually. Mm. I was thinking about um, Patrick... Is it Patrick? Patrick Schick. I can see I can see somebody like a Brighton. No, it's West Ham, isn't it? Is it West Ham? Yeah, they like their Czech players. That's, that's true. And the Slovakians. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about the yeah, best yeah. moment of the tournament outside England? Oh, that for me is uh, Christiansen's goal against Russia, just because of it seemed to just sweep into the net, and it, it was that moment where Denmark knew they'd done it. And mm. after all the emotions of the group games, that was such a great moment. I think. Mine is for me. Probably... Oh, go on, go on. I, I was, I, I was going to say. Uh... <laughs> Uh, for me, it would probably be hmm, Scotland going out. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you say that, Charles. Yeah, because mine was probably Wales going out. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine was probably actually um, Switzerland winning. Oh yeah, that was a yeah. great, great. I really enjoyed it. Re- really good game that wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think even even when it goes to the penalties, you're thinking France are definitely going to win this. Yeah, you just think, more, don't you? Like technical players or whatever, and it. Oh. Did you see, by the way, I don't think we mentioned this yesterday. Did you see the, that there's been a spat in the French camp, which is no oh, surprise. They've imploded. Yeah. The, the, the mums, essentially. It's the mums. <laughs> yeah. The I mums that the players are kicking off. It's brilliant. Le mums 24. Ah, nice. <laughs> I think Very good. one of them said, um, are you going to scold Mbappe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to tell, trying to tell their dad. He wanted. She wants. She wants Mbappe to not be as arrogant, and yeah. basically was telling his dad, "Don't, don't tell him off. He won't be as arrogant." Then. Can you give him the cane, please? <laughs> the Harry Kane, but that <laughs> the Harry Kane. Yeah. Go outside oh. the back and give him twenty lashings. Our <laughs> <laughs> Jacksons are on point. Mm. So good. Oh, just brilliant. Um, favorite non-English player of the tournament. That's tough, actually. Yeah, shiki baby. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm going for uh, for Pandev. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. We didn't see enough. We didn't he didn't stay long enough, did he? We wanted no, we I, I needed a bit enough. of knockout knockout stage Pandev. That would have been good. For for me though, it was the emotion when he you could yeah. see how much it meant to him. First of all when he scored and then when he was he was substituted off, wasn't he, in the final game. Um and it for me, you could just sit in the way that the rest of his team were, you know, giving him a pat on the head, a little bit of a hug. You could see how much it meant to him. And he looked like he'd really enjoyed his career and his time playing for his national team. I, I think, yeah, he was just, he, he, he's made it feel like mighty footballers real. are normal. <laughs> yeah, made it feel mighty real indeed. I'll go with um, Ruben Diaz. Oh, okay. Uh- Purely only because he's he got me he, my only five points in the fan, <laughs> fantasy five side. So I thought you were going to go with David Marshall. 
Yeah, oh, I should have done, shouldn't I? Oh, that. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, that's my favourite moment. Should have done, actually. Yeah, forgot about that. I've forgotten I so did. much stuff that happened. <laughs> it's really easy to forget some of the brilliant moments that there's been because they just get replaced with more brilliant moments every single day. I mean, right now, I can only think of England beating Germany. It's just, just yeah, it's, like a it's, barrage. That filled just, my yeah. head. It's been such a great tournament. Oh, it has. Hasn't it just? Hasn't it been just such a, a timely tournament in the way that it's been? It's been so good and we've needed it to be this good, haven't we? Oh, Imagine yeah, if it had yeah, been have, bloody yeah. boring. Isn't it great? Uh, like, cause it's felt a bit more normal and it's felt... Yes. I don't know about you guys, but I've not really particularly thought much about the pandemic recently while this has been going on, just because I've mm. been working and then in the evenings watching football and doing the podcast and stuff. So it's been great. Yeah, been absolutely. It has been good, hasn't it? Um, last one here from Matthew Crane. I have a serious question, he says. Oh. For the day of the ding-dong, Charles was pissed. For the day of England's greatest victory since 1966, Danny was a bit more pissed. (laughs) When we get to the final, how pissed is Neil going to be? (laughs) Extremely. Um, I will be be drunk uh, for the England game on Saturday. So uh, I guess you'll find out how drunk. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I will say is that Neil has been drunk at least four times since we've started doing this podcast, <laughs> but he's, he's just hidden it very well. Hold, um, hold it together. I'm, I'm, I'm ever the professional, child. <laughs> professional alcoholic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, of course you're not. Um, look, that's it. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed that a little bit longer today for you, but, you know, we had lots of emails from you. Thank you for filling up Danny's sack. He now really it's empty again. Today. I really, really um, did. Yeah, he's he's worked hard, and I might not say that. Uh, he's worked really hard to get that empty, uh, and uh, has yeah done a good job. So well done, Danny. Well done to everybody that's listening. Well done, England. Come on, I can't get it out of my head. It's coming home. Love it. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Tomorrow's pod, we're going to take a look at the quarterfinals. Oh, and before we go, I promised you a competition, didn't I? Oh, well, yeah. You did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you this is a you didn't Tell us what the looks. prize was. Oh, well. Is it a prize pudding? It's n- no. Oh. Um, so I was, I was shopping the other day, um, just doing my weekly food shop in Aldi. Other supermarkets are, of course, available. Um, I did it in Aldi because, you know, German, aren't they? And I thought, better give them something. They're not getting anything else out of the English this week. Um, so anyway, I was going down the middle aisle of Aldi and I found this incredible, lovely branded Euro 2020 water bottle. Oh, Ooh. Ooh, very nice. And I thought, can give that away on the pod. So we need a week, we need to do a, a decide on how we're going to give this away. What should we get people to do? It's some sort of email competition, so we can get more more into the sack now it's empty. Okay. So, In that case. Um, something Pele-related, maybe. Yeah. A good You're fact obsessed. about... We'll pick the best fact about Pele that people can The find. best Pele fact. Yeah. In fact, the best Pele fact doesn't have to be true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it. So email us. Euro2020tome at gmail.com with your best Pele fact or fiction. And the one that we think is the best and basically makes us laugh the most 
will win this Euro 2020 water bottle. Now, just to quickly say this, in the initial email that you send us, do not send us your address, please. We will only take the address of the winner and we'll we'll read that out and we'll let you know. Uh, we'll do it next week. Uh, so before the Euros finishes, we want to give away this water bottle. So get those into us. Um, what should we say? Um, you've got until... Uh, when's the final? Is it a week on Saturday? 11th of July. So, yeah. yeah, so you've got until... Um, let's go with Wednesday to get these in. So you've got quite a long time. Get them in, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, give away this officially licensed product. Ooh. 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 Oh, no. Yeah. Um, fabulous. Can't wait. Can't just, wait for that. Just heard Danny go, oh, no. You all right, Danny? Just sorry, just saw Andy Murray falling over in the background. Oh, oh, you always no. want to worry when he goes down, don't you? Things are right. Come on, Tim. Come on, Tim. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow previewing the quarterfinals. Enjoy your sleep tonight, everybody. I think you all deserve it. This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with FanHub to put fans first. Search FanHub app to play your part in the journey.